This episode of the Applegate Experience is brought to you by Cherry Lane Health and Wellness. Folks, if you are fed up with this routine, there's just only one way for you to figure it out, and that is just turn on the switch and just go. It's just like being all out. Hit the gas pedal on your fully autonomous automobile and just get it into gear and on your way. That's all you got to do. It's just go. Do it. Visit cherrylane.associates today for more information to reinvent yourselves. Go ahead. Go do it. Good morning, everyone. Here we are, freezing again. Well, it's 33 degrees Fahrenheit at 6.37 a.m. Thursday, March 28th, 2019. Let's get this sucker into drive, shall we? And get this defrost on the windshield so we can heat that up, see clearly. Welcome aboard, folks. Here we are on another episode of the Applegate Experience podcast. I must say, yesterday was quite the experience. Quite unpleasant, I must say. I um, I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> this was something I figured I'd give a shot. The kratom didn't sit well whatsoever. I was at such an uncomfortable level that, um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to elaborate much more than that, but nausea, dizziness, it just, it didn't feel right. So a lot of you may be familiar with the herbal supplement, but this particular strain um, didn't fare well with me. So I don't have any side effects um, throughout the night and into the morning here, but I just want to share this with you because be forewarned, a lot of you may be seeking um, some alleviation, whether it be from neurological pain or discomfort or an escape some type of euphoric feeling perhaps and I don't know it's uh, it's interesting to say the least so maybe the dosage was just a little too high so I'm not one to take anything to uh, you know to feel any specific high so to speak and in fact, it's been probably a decade since I've had any issues with, with substance abuse. So I'm not using this herb to combat the symptoms of addiction, which is often the case. And I can understand exactly why folks would want to just get some of this over the counter. At, a local health food store or whatever the case may be but just do not take it in excess it's not intended uh, to be misused and it says it clearly on the label 
but I can understand maybe adding it to your smoothies and um, just taking a supplement you know, on a daily basis or every other day. You know, just put a teaspoon in your mix and uh, be done with it. So that's fine. It's just, um, it's not going to be something I regularly use. Uh, I just, did, I felt, I felt a little off. So we'll just leave it at that. So what's on the agenda today? We've got a lot of opportunities ahead. We've got a lot of driving to do. I've got about three quarters of a tank of gas and that should just about make it. Maybe I might have to stop on my way back up the Kentucky Mountain Highway before I make it home just to top off things for tomorrow, which is Friday. So Friday Eve, here we are. And I volunteered myself to attend a Washington DC presentation between 6 o'clock p.m. and 8 o'clock, and I'm never out to that extent of the day for work-related purposes, unless if it's the MSA meeting, Maryland Sign Association, and then I'll make the exception. But there is a, of all things, wine and cheese event for a vendor that is going to be presenting of their product, uh, Nova Polymer, which is a ADA compliant photopolymer material that uh, the industry uses quite commonly. So enough about that. I'll be out and about as well to do surveys, consultations, and meetings with um, a lot of potential clients. And I need to make a few phone calls this morning. So I need to schedule uh, at least one of the four visits that I've got lined up today just to recap uh, on this and that. I also have to touch base with my associates to make sure some of these materials for my fifth stop this afternoon before the event in DC will wrap up, uh, that the material is ready. I wanna make sure that our guys had this uh, ready for an installation. And I usually let our guys take care of a, an installation such as this and schedule it accordingly with their scheduled uh, work within the vicinity. But since I'm going to be down there anyway, it works out fine. And I look forward to just making a quick installation as this used to be something that I frequently did myself over the years. And I find myself um, to be very good at what I do. And I wouldn't have gotten this far in the industry if I didn't take pride in that and, you know, focus my energy, my efforts on, you know, excelling at not only the manufacturing and production of signage and the craftsmanship that goes along with it, but also the installation and now sales. Uh, I've done services in the past. In fact, my very first day in the sign business, they threw me up in a bucket truck and I had to learn on the fly how to operate this thing and with no safety equipment, no hard hat, no no, no belts, safety belts, tethers, and or safety gear. I had my jeans, my steel toe boots, and that was the, the extent of it. Uh, maybe a pair of gloves. So they got me up there and I quickly figured out how to maneuver the bucket closer to this restaurant that had a fire, of all things, in Manalpin, New Jersey. And uh, there was 
a neon transformer that had shorted out and caused a fire in the facade. And that's one of the things that you don't see much often anymore is because we've got LEDs for the most part illuminating these sign systems. So they're a low voltage power supply, 12 volt. Now we're starting to see a lot more 24 volt systems, but still very low voltage compared to 9, 12, 15,000 volts. And man, you don't want to get shocked with one of those suckers because it'll knock you on your ass. Uh, I've had several occasions where I <clears throat> inadvertently grabbed uh, some neon wiring or uh, touched some neon tubing where the electrode was towards the end and just gave me a quick zap. And other times I just had a quick jolt across my chest from one arm to the next as my, the electricity found a grounding point. And man, it was, it was not pleasant. <laughs> almost as unpleasant as yesterday's experience. So stay away from the kratom. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, moving on. Here at 6.45 a.m. Uh, down the Katakton Mountain Highway, as I stated, uh, is my usual routine. And I want to thank you again for joining me. I tried yesterday in my attempts to plug and go this new fandangled Yeti microphone, which I am not utilizing today. And I, I do apologize because the audio quality just wasn't up to par. And the way I've got this little lapel microphone positioned where it is directly in front of my mouth, literally an inch and a half from my face, it really captures the voice in such a manner that I find suitable for this platform, especially when I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and the folks who were streaming or capturing the audio from their YouTube channel and putting it on the podcast format just was inadequate. And I made many comments to others who had inferior audio quality. When you have the volume turned up all the way and you still can't make out the words that they're speaking, um, many of them corrected that simply because there was probably enough backlash from others. Not, I'm sure it wasn't just me noticing the issue and bringing it to their attention. But you know, I'll do that. I will let people know how to better improve their the, exp the listener's experience or the viewer's experience. And Jared Campisi is a perfect example of that. When he was doing his YouTube content in the garage of Dotto and their rebuild for these motorcycles, I let him know that uh, he should really invest in some type of wireless microphones, some type of pickup that will really capture the content as they're talking about it and the camera angles from a distance so you'll still catch the audio in higher quality when compared to just capturing it from the camera device and the microphone that's built in from a distance you just don't have the the uh, the in-depth quality of you know the voice simply because there's so much other stuff being captured by the microphone. So, a little bit about that. And I, uh, I'm a little stressed, I must say. Because yesterday, the day before, I wanted to 
take a few minutes and just get away and just get away from the office. I didn't want to go home. I felt a little little depressed, I, I think. Um, and it's not often at all. It's been probably years since I actually felt this you know, overwhelming sense that oh, of helplessness. I, I just don't I don't feel like that anymore. I usually feel empowered and strength and endurance, but emotionally, I just I I can't I can't be so transparent about it because it, it involves a, you know someone who is very close to me, and I'm just not ready to divulge that information but you can kind of get the drift you know with anybody who's got friends or family or co-workers who are struggling with either addiction or substance abuse or depression or things that are just so debilitating it could be a medical condition even I I sympathize with you because if it's not you going through it and you've got to be the one to deal with it. God forbid. It's it's got to be very challenging, and it is. And it's saddening because this is all part of my experience going through this ordeal. And it is not frequent, but it is regular <laughs> if that makes any sense you know there are there are times in which things are absolutely fine and dandy you know the flowers are blooming and and the the atmosphere is invigorating and other times it's just debilitating and oh my god it's like freaking dark sludge just being draped all over your soul that's probably the best way to put it you know just this thick tar that just it's just you can't no matter how you move it just gets into more crevices and you try to escape and you try to shake it off and it's like oh my god what am I experiencing here I can't get out of this it's like quicksand the more you move the more you sink the more you try to just look away it just gets you more and more into this realm of disturbance it is so it is like watching a horror movie that you just can't bear to watch and I hate horror movies a lot of the times I'll just sit there and watch a movie until it gets too much and I'll just walk away because I can't I can't tolerate that I'd rather not why put yourself through some torment I'll walk my kids to a haunted house during Halloween. <laughs> so, kind of get a kick out of their reactions. But it's tormentous. And I feel... I feel like so many people here... Today. This very day. Are struggling. This morning. They're probably on the streets because they things have gotten so bad. Listen to that. 
that's an 18-wheeler engine braking, which he's not supposed to do. Not until 8 o'clock in the morning. Noise pollution. All right. So, yeah, waking up on the streets. Uh, I haven't been so less fortunate to have experienced you know, homelessness. But, man, I, I was probably on that road to getting there. If I continued to drink the way I did a decade ago, 12 years ago, it's 2007 was the last, last drink. <clears throat> and it's, it's, it's so hard to talk about it because it could be something that empowers you because you've gotten past it or it could be something that just tears you apart because it is currently the situation you're enduring and it's unfortunate it really is make my way down 340 here people are merging ever so slowly I should make my way directly down to my appointments this morning to beat all this traffic so I think that'll be the plan here we'll cut this short on this segment so we can take a brief break for a word from our sponsors and uh, we'll pick up as we make our way down to the appointment later this afternoon. So this would be a continued version of the Applegate experience as we did last week. So we got some good turnout uh, with those listeners last week with that format. So it might be a little bit extended of an episode, but uh, either way, I'm glad you're here to join us. So stick around and we'll be right back after these brief messages. Have you ever found yourself shortchanged? Are you cashless in this society? Like me, you may be just fraught with frustration when you're out and about and you just don't have any way to spend your Bitcoin. Do you even have Bitcoin? If not, please head on over to blockchaintrade.market for more information to get started. You've got Coinbase, you've got Binance, the referral codes are all there. Just join today and you get $10 of free Bitcoin and so do I. But you know what? I'm going to put that towards foodchain.fund and you can learn more information at blockchaintrade.market and as well as visiting foodchain.fund for more information on helping the homeless. Let's get back to the show. And just like that, we are back. 8.33 a.m., same time, same day, yeah, a few hours later, literally a touch and go in the office. Man, was that fast. Boom, 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 knock out the emails, jump on a few things here and there, and uh, be out of the way. Just on my way. So here I am on 340 and 15, where it splits in southern Frederick County, Maryland, just above the border of Northern Virginia, and that's where I'm at. Make my way down 270 Technology Corridor in about, I'd say, 15 minutes to reach that highway. And 
Yeah, I've got uh, a couple folks who are interested in chiming in on the Applegate Experience podcast as guests. So if you're going to be on the schedule, thank you so much for joining in. And I look forward to the opportunity of speaking with each and every one of you. This is going to be a, an effort, a collaborative effort that um, is going to take a while to build up some some loyalty listenership. And I already have some select folks who are listening, and I thank you personally from the bottom of my heart for doing so, because this is the only way that I'm going to be motivated to continue doing this. And... I don't want to bore everyone, and I, I don't want to come across the wrong way by portraying myself in one way or another, because I don't want to fit within a specific niche, and I don't want to tell a story that just doesn't have the right context. So I think that with a lot of people, they do a solo cast, or they've been on the radio over the years, traditional formats where you've got the Joey Reynolds show, which was just a simple radio show, kind of like this, and he was telling his stories, talking about this and that, and of course he had the hours, the wee hours of the morning, two, three, four o'clock in the morning. And I listened to him for years. And I don't know. I mean, it's just probably 20 years ago listening to Joey Reynolds. But to have a podcast with the same structure and the same ideology, it's very interesting that I would kind of emulate that over the years. And I don't want to babble. I don't want to go on and on and on about this and that and have diarrhea of the mouth. No, I need to dial it in, just like anybody else who wants to specialize in something specific. Dial it in, you know, hone your skills, become the best at something in your market, in your field, that nobody else could achieve similarly or identically. So look forward to it. Just do it. So that's what you call dead air right there. And when you've got a, a lapse of judgment, a duration of time that is not met with some type of audio feed, you, you get this little blip in there, this, this silence. And on traditional radio, you know, these professional setups, these rigs that in a studio environment are able to capture all the nuances of entertainment. This is not entertainment. This is education. To an extent, it's informational. It's not entertainment in the traditional sense that is met with bells and whistles. <laughs> I don't have any of those. At least not yet. And then you listen to some podcasts like uh, Damaged Goods. I, I had to throw that out there because the Golden God has 
been part of my childhood. Growing up in adolescence and into our teenage years, we were very good friends. And he's got this podcast, which is very vulgar. I mean, <laughs> you got to hand it to him. He's, he knows what he's doing to emulate the greats, such as Howard Stern. You got this. You, you've got the guests. You've got the content where you're cranking it out. You've got these jokes and these sessions that are hilarious, dude. So I'm going to get you on the line at some point. You're going to be on the schedule. If you're listening to this podcast, you're tagged. You've been tagged. And I've got a coworker who's interested. And I've got a small business owner who also wants to come on board. And she is a transformational coach known as Patty Brown. Miss Patty Brown, thank you for committing. And I lo- really look forward to this opportunity. So this is uh, for your ears only. And look forward to the experience. Be sure to follow Cherry Lane Associates on Facebook. Just visit cherrylane.associates and that'll land you on our Facebook page and we really look forward to all the interactions. We invite you to reinvent yourselves at Cherry Lane and we want you guys to experience the best that life has to offer through transformational living. Being able to get off of the addiction get off of the depression get above and beyond on a higher level to heighten your awareness and to facilitate not only yourself but others in greatness you deserve more than this debacle if you're stuck in a position where you are not happy with yourself or with your income or with your spirituality, your religion, your dedication to hobbies and interests, you need to be able to set the time aside to really focus on the baseline, the foundation, looking ahead and understanding that you've got so much working for you, especially in this day of technology, everything is at our disposal. You can crack open a bottle of water and just toss it in the trash 10 seconds later. So why not recycle and reuse and get some of this stuff out there that we've all heard before. And a lot of it is repetitive and a lot of it is detrimental. So you need to know where to go to find the place within you to just unclutter everything. Just unclutter your mind, unclutter your ambitions, your direction. Things may be chaotic and discernible, and you're just clouded by the misjudgment for so many years of toxicity and ill fortune, or just having the wrong habits. Find the straight and narrow. There was a Who song, and those of you old enough in their 50s, 60s, and 70s are well familiar with the Who, Roger Daltrey, and back in the late 60s, early 70s, they came out with this song, The Straight and Narrow. I forget what album it was on, but hey, 
I'm kind of dating myself because I enjoy that music. And I'd love to listen to a little bit of The Who, some Beatles, The Doors, Jimi Hendrix, and some of the greater, greater bands and independent artists from the 70s and 80s. I'm not well versed. In fact, you know, the most of the lyrics in a lot of these songs I've never memorized. Other others have no issue and no no problem with recollection and their memory is sharp as a tack and they can spout out a verse or these poetic rhythms that are just written and they memorize these verses just like the Bible and it's amazing because I've I've read the Bible but I can't tell you verbatim every passage unless if you study of course if you study anything it's going to be becoming part of your innermost being it's going to penetrate the subconsciousness and that's what sticks with you and that's why you need to train yourself to go the straight and narrow path because just get rid of all the fluff you don't need that mass you need to isolate your energy into a solid mass this core just within you just bring it in focus right now on your breathing And take your palm, reach out in front of your chest, and bring it, palm facing you, closer and closer and closer. Do you feel that energy in your chest area? This is your life force. It may be the sun beating down and creating warmth on me right through the glass pane. But I feel some warmth right there. (laughs) I've also got a lot of cracking in my sternum. And I can move my spine a little bit and I can just feel this cracking. And it's not only in my back, but in my sternum, in my rib cage. I could feel that. And it pops and it cracks. And I don't know what that is. Is that normal? I don't think so. But I'm dealing with it. It's been part of what I've experienced over years of spinal injury. And chest pains and you know I probably fractured a rib I I don't know being in a car accident in 2012 I know my shoulders out since then I cannot lift my left arm above my shoulder without pain right at the rotator cuff there so getting down 270 here near Urbana which is uh, exit 26 and route 80 Buckystown area in Frederick County northern montgomery county is up next and we'll be uh, hitting some traffic shortly but here we are at a comfortable highway speed whether or not it is exceeding the speed limit is not going to be divulged information (laughs) but usually i'm about 65 miles per hour so this highway is 65 Uh, you've got highway 70 at 70 miles per hour so convenient and uh, yeah people who are hitting baltimore from Frederick and Montgomery counties, or Carroll County for that matter, uh, will take 70 east and they can go 70 miles an hour, which means they go 80. Is that right? Is that the rule of thumb about 10 miles an hour over the speed limit? 
something like that. So I've got um, my schedule open in front of me and I'm just going to glance down real quick and do a refresh because I know I added a few things to my calendar on the desktop computer in the office. So I want to make sure that the mobile device is synchronized and looking at the calendar I'll probably just glance down to see the actual address for my first appointment which is at 10 o'clock a.m. The best thing to do for me at this point is to get on the phone at 9 o'clock. I don't want to call anybody 7 o'clock in the morning 8.30 even, even though true entrepreneurs and the true hustlers are up and out and about and taking calls before business hours. But that's what you deal with in this corporate world are the business hours, 9 to 5, yada, yada, yada. I punch the clock, I'm done. I put my 40 and I'm done. Not us. Not you and me, unless if you are listening to this podcast and you can care less about entrepreneurship and perseverance and wellness <laughs> and time management and all this BS that I spew out of this face hole. Come on. What am I doing here? Who am I trying to, to prove? What am I trying to prove to you guys? The select few. So this is my routine. I get up at 5 o'clock. Well, it's been later and later, but you guys know me by now. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Those are the win wee winter hours that I was awakened and in the office by 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. So here I am shifting a little bit. It's just it's seasonal, I think. It's part of my transformation, obviously, with the diet changes and this routine known as the Applegate Experience. By the way, if you haven't already, please visit Applegate Health on Twitter. That's me, Applegate Health. I've got a bunch of other Twitter handles and you're welcome to join in and follow, but I just need to keep it straight and simple for you guys. Keep it simple and stupid. <laughs> That's it. I'm at Stephen Applegate, MD. Look at this guy doing an illegal U-turn. Oh, he's gonna cause an accident. Wow, he almost did cause an accident. Lucky me that I got out of the way. Live and on camera. I got a dash cam that captured that. This guy came slamming through the, first, the fast lane here. And I got over to the left. And he would have took out my rear end. And I should have let him. Man. Through this insurance BS, you know, I've got a decent car. I don't have all this damage, right? Nothing to brag about. But here we are with people doing an illegal U-turn, right? Rubbernecking. Now, this pe people are slamming on their brakes in front of me. And you heard it. I called it play-by-play. -play. And that footage on my dash cam could be used as evidence. And here I am documenting it in audio format as well, on top of it. You call me a fanatic, but it's in situations like this that you want to be backed up. Black, back it up on the blockchain would be fantastic. What do you do with all this information, all this data that's being fed to your automobiles that are self-driving? 
So if I'm driving a Tesla, would it have made the same exact call? It probably would have slammed on the brakes a lot sooner. It probably wouldn't have pulled over onto the shoulder in the left side of the road. It probably would have just had this obstacle avoidance with this situational awareness and positioning of machine learning. And that's what I'm talking about. There's no distracted driving here, folks. This is me just talking to you, hands-free. My hands are on the steering wheel at all times. My feet are on the, the floor, and one is on the gas pedal or the brake, whichever is the movement I want to achieve. So looking at my schedule, which may be, in fact be considered distracted driving, but forever brief of a moment, I need to look down. I need to get the GPS on my phone so I know exactly turn by turn where I'm going because I cannot rely on the vehicle's GPS coordinates since they're antiquated by how many years? 11 years this car's been on the road. So gives you an idea of what I'm driving here. If I had a Tesla, man, you guys would be loving it because it would just be a pristine audio experience. There would be no background noise. I would have my condenser microphone hooked up here with the Yeti and the game could be picking up just the nuances of this voice with very little background noise from the roadways. And, and that's my impression of a Tesla. Get, don't get me wrong, I've never been in one and correct me if I'm wrong, if uh, the Tesla is not as quiet as I perceive it to be. Perception is one thing. Yeah. And the evaluation is another of the exact, exact specifications and the criteria of the environment. I would love to sit in a Tesla and just experience it firsthand. I don't necessarily want to be in the driver's seat. Just throw me in the back because that's probably where I would be if I was driving a self-driving car. Why should I sit behind the steering wheel when I can just lounge back, kick my feet up, <laughs> just like take my shoes off, you know what I mean? Just relax, make a sandwich, yeah, open up the refrigerator, see what's, what's good for a snack. Not right now, because I'm not eating. But, okay, whatever. Let me uh, double check on the time here. It looks like we're, uh, we're making good time. 20 minutes into this segment of the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take another quick break. Uh, please stand by. Don't change that dial after a word from our sponsors and a brief message from our affiliates. Welcome back. All right. What was that? What was that all about? Okay. That's just a little uh, alter ego stuff going on here. I used to make a lot of different voices and character voices over the years. And it was interesting that at some point um, I kind of stopped and you grow up once you kind of get past that. But there's always 
you might be a kid at heart, no matter what age you might be. So, talking like this, and uh, changing your voice, and talking like this, because you've got something really strange going on. And that's not like a voice modifier either. It's just the ability to really change the things that come out of your voice. And uh, you, you can have these characters just uh, morph themselves into something greater than yourself. And you can have this alter ego thing going on. Multiple personalities, perhaps. So if you, if you want to talk about something, you can have a voice that just changes. And you sound like Michael Jackson. Or you have a, just a, a voice like you're a big oaf. And uh, I like to walk through the green bean fields. And this one's for you, Danny boy. Um, there was a story I heard once in the workplace. And I just uh, had to shroud my virgin ears. Because I was thinking about the green beans just now. Walking through the fields uh, naturally like a giant wood. And uh, full of green energy. And I'm um, thinking to myself... Uh, Green beans. Hmm. I would really go for some green bean casserole, but uh, there was a story that turns me off to green beans because it involves something that's just a little inappropriate for children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that one's from for you, Danny boy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that's like office banter, talking about this and that. Um, you hear stories all the time in the workplace you know people are always talking and it's uh it's tough because it could be an hr nightmare in most cases i would say so yes because you just got the you've got the wrong vibe going and it definitely may be inappropriate for the other gender and the same same thing might apply to the women in the workplace when they're talking with one another but th there's not as much freedom i think and we just had a comment yesterday from a coworker who said that i really enjoy i feel comfortable working with you guys but she didn't go any further than that but that was insinuating that there may have been some tensions at the other office working with the ladies so it's unfortunate that women in the workplace are facing difficulties, you know, just when it comes to sexual harassment and situations that are very questionable, absolutely, you really need to uh, be careful what you say in this day and age. So if, it, if there's a freedom of speech thing, I think it would apply to what I'm doing here on this podcast. Or in the privacy of my home or out in the general public, just not within the confines of the office. Sure, you may be driving down the road with some of your employees, some of your coworkers, your associates. You may be a realtor and showing a client uh, a new house. You want to keep it professional in these situations. You know, you may want to lighten up a little bit and be a little bit more frank about being loose in your, your choice of words. But for the most part, keep it professional. Understand that uh, you've got a broken down armored truck on the side of the road and you've got a ton of traffic behind this guy. That's the slowdown? 
man. Well, I see everything on this <laughs> transportation highway. So they're doing construction, obviously, and it's, wow, fantastic view. Looking at this development, there's a crane and there are bridges being built. It's just amazing. This is off of Quince Orchard Road. Exit 11, Montgomery Village area. So I know the uh, Criswell Chevrolet dealership is down here. I've done a couple jobs in the area, and we've actually had our equipment worked on at the dealership. We had a new engine put in one of our buckets when I first started the sign shop uh, in 2012, 2011. So, yeah, I've been down in the area for almost a decade now. And I'm still getting to know the area. I still feel like a newbie here driving down this road. Because it's like being a teenager. When you first get your license, you, you take years and years between the age of 16, 17 years old. And I'd say into your early 20s, you're just out and about and driving. You just want to drive. And most of the places you do drive to, they're all new. To you, at least. You may have frequented them in the past with maybe your parents driving you around but until you're of age a young adult you have um, very little exposure being behind the wheel I'm looking at one of my signs right now and it's reflective it's got a polished stainless finish which is looking fantastic on the building Fantastic. It looks pretty good with that, uh, the time of day and the glimmer of the sunlight reflecting off of the surface of the letters. I think the architect had that in mind. I'm glad they're sticking with the specifications. That looks great. Qu Quince Orchard Plaza, looking at the signage, you got Home Goods, LE Fitness, Aldi, and so forth. A lot of anchor stores. Uh, Aldi's great. Actually, I probably should stop in there after my first appointment here in just a few minutes uh, to see if they have any more kombucha bottles. Yeah, because I've gotten them for uh, steel. Sometimes they're only 99 cents for the 24-ounce flip-top bottles. Those things are fantastic. They're well-built. And, uh, yeah, I need more and more of them, obviously, as Bucha Cafe continues to grow. But uh, on this episode... Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here for this segment, and I think I'm going to keep it at that. So for me to jump in and take care of this first appointment that I've got is uh, only going to take me about 35, 45 minutes. So that's going to put me into more rush hour traffic, um, making my way down into the D.C. region. But I'll be sure to chime in with you guys thereafter. If it's going to be the same episode, same podcast, uh, thank you. So just um, bear with me as I fumble through this uh, episode of the Applegate Experience. Uh, for your ears only, I'm going to go ahead and get this into park at 9.08 a.m. If you haven't already, make it a great day. <laughs>